If you're in a small house with a lot of people and there's thin walls and there's one bathroom, there's grunting, there's noises, there's sounds, there's smells that I, at a 27-year-old man, just don't want to participate in. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Share House podcast. It's a guide to share house living, and I'm joined by my great friend Joel Harris. Hey, everybody! And we are privileged to be in the presence of the Don of AFL YouTube, and that's I, I feel so confident in saying that. You're going to hate me saying it, but friends, it's Caden McDonald. Guys, thanks for having me. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. Do I get to move in? <laughs> we keep Fergus, Jackie, Jack. They're all up in the ceiling. Yeah, it's all the same tents and like eight, eight rooms. <laughs> that, I mean, the, town. the more we veer from actual share house topics, it's just going to be because we all live in a share house. That's yeah. that's the end goal mm. for the pod. So. We don't want to talk <laughs> bad about each other that live in this one two bedroom home. Yeah, yeah. you want to get a complex and sort of uh, lease it out. I got you a window seat in the attic. It's all good. You'll be fine. <laughs> you are a big deal. That's why you get the window seat. But it is a fight to the death up there. So. No. I appreciate weary. that. Nice. View. I live under the house. So <laughs> yeah. That's the best I got. It's a groundskeeper. <laughs> <laughs> We've got you here because you're my friend and mm. and I love you. But also because you've got a, a unique perspective that we haven't really talked too much about yet, mm. which is... That was a great handball, wasn't it? Oh, man. Football. That was an unexpected handball. Um, you live alone currently, do you not? Yeah. Well, let's not make it sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I do. And it was by choice. So, I, I have lived with a friend and his uncle once for three months and that was about four three or four years ago um and then yeah from geelong moved up to the big apple and i I didn't want to i I don't know like i'm at a point where i can sort of live alone um so i decided to and there are times where it is a little bit lonely lonely but there are times where like i hear stories about you know the 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 cleanliness of um, shared living spaces and I go that's just not for me on this podcast right <laughs> yeah yeah, absolutely. yeah great just making sure <laughs> to, to, to note the first thing Caden did when he came to my bedroom was get his finger out and go, <laughs> go across my desk and go mm. be dusty <laughs> he did actually that's not even a lie jeez I'm a, I'm a flog that's, no, not, no, no, no. that's not good it's hey. fair I've lived by myself before so I was keen to chat uh, to someone that's going through it currently yeah it's like the anti-share house pod today yeah yeah, but, but it's also a massive part of share house living and that's almost a compromise we often come to here is if you want to shit on someone else's living within the house that they also pay for go live by yourself yeah that's yeah. our compromise we could almost fight to the death because I would be up to bat for the share house living yeah. lifestyle where you could go up for the solo living lifestyle yeah well that's where I'd like to ask the question mm. now oh. having done both live with people live by yourself do you like solo living uh well so i i do i do like solo living um i think there's a lot of pros i I have a partner that lives in geelong so hopefully we can it's not quite a share house when you move in with your long-term partner but hopefully we can move in together soon so i probably would prefer that but um i I do I, i like my own company um i like you know I think I put a lot of pressure on myself if I live with someone else. So, Mm. it wouldn't be more um, them leaving the dishes out, but it would be more me trying to clean my dishes straight away so I don't upset or don't rock the boat. Mm. So, I think, like, I like living by myself so I don't have the pressure that I've put on myself of living with others. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any cons that you find? Uh, 
Well, when I first moved in, I, I sort of got like two or three weeks in and I was quite comfortable and I, I was really starting to enjoy it. But then it dawned on me that when the door knocks, um, dad's not there or, yeah. you know, your, your big burly bodied mate isn't there. <laughs> um, it's sort of like if the door knocks, it's I'm, I'm the man. I'm the only one in the house. Yeah. <laughs> or I could pretend that no one's home. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> or you could put multiple voices on. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'll get him real quick. Mr. Kaden, Mr. Kaden. Yeah, I'm yeah. coming, I'm Kaden. I, I have definitely hid behind my other housemates whenever someone has come to the door so far. The Mormons yeah. come to town. Yeah. Well, Stan was in the bathroom just yesterday and his phone rings and I pick it up and I'll be like, hello, this is Stanislav. And then it was, hi, I am named from real estate. I'm like, oh, I am not Stanislav. <laughs> I ran to him, ran to dad and gave him his phone back. Mm. So, yeah, I think the knock on the door uh, for a little period there was a little bit nerve wracking, but no knocks on the door. So it's all good. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> okay. Joel. Yes. You're on the pro living with people side. Yes. I found it very nice so, so far. I would like to go down the same rabbit hole. Pros to start with of mm. living with humans. With humans. Well, there's nothing better then like I'll go home after this I'll probably get in someone will be cooking something someone will be sitting in the kitchen I'll just be like hey everybody and it'll be the nicest most lovely coming home interaction in the entire world it'll be gorgeous I love my new housemates um, and I just that's just such a warm feeling to get come home to that that's see, what I'm enjoying so far see this sounds like when um, you catch public transport like you if I if I drive my car somewhere, I can drive whenever I want. Sure. Um, if you want to come home and cook, it's like you waiting for the train. You got to wait for the train to arrive. <laughs> like, it's like you're you're at the whim of other people's cooking. Like oh, I can just come home, chuck on my two minute noodles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Done. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. I it's just all good. One I, of us will use the stove, the other the microwave, the other the <laughs> oven is fine. It's fine. What if you don't have an oven ready meal, Joel? What if you've got a specifically stovetop? It's sort of it's well, pan versus pan. That's <laughs> why we invested together as housemates and got a microwave that doubles as an air fryer. So I just oh, the air fryers are great. Don't even need another. That's a can compromise on that. <laughs> air fryers are in. You almost need a schedule. You almost need like you know. 5.30 to 6.30, it's you, 6.30 to 7.30, it's someone else. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You kind of get to know each other's schedules, especially with stuff like showering. Like, I've already got a grasp of who showers in the morning, who showers sure. after they come home from work. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it is kind of like you're playing a game of who's where. <laughs> and I do agree on something you mentioned before as well about just, like, feeling like you need to clean up after yourself. I was sitting in my room for most of the day yesterday, and as soon as I heard Sinead come home, I was like, oh. I'm going to go empty the dishwasher now because yeah. I've just left it there yeah. the entire day. So there is yeah. that. You do have to be conscious. But I also feel like that keeps you kind of on your toes as a human, always kind of being mm. considerate of people, exercising those muscles of being nice. I don't know. I think after COVID, I just have digital friendships now. I just like, <laughs> I, I, I cook when I want to cook and then I go on PlayStation and talk to my friends yeah. and I don't yeah. need the personal interaction, but I still get the the, the bond that we've got. Well, I think as soon as you're sick of them, you can just turn it off. Yeah, like, yeah well, there, uh, you can uh, just exit. Internet sort of... Uh, uh, <laughs> DSL. Yeah. Uh, I got the door, guys. I'm the only one yeah. to get it. Yeah. Gotta it, get my baseball bat. You're, it sounds like you like being a bit of an introvert when you're in your four walls. Yeah, it's where I recharge. Yeah, because I was going to say, you are, you give a lot of yourself to 80,000 people out there that watch. Mm. And they're not, they're not only online... Ask, asking for your time but they're also in person nowadays because you're yeah. growing I'd say pretty damn rapidly especially as the AFL scene in Melbourne grows 
you're growing with it. Yep. Is that getting more exhausting being out of the ha- house? Um, it depends what mode I'm in. Like sometimes I'm, you know, uh, not to sound like a flog, but sometimes it's like, well, the way I would describe where I'm at, it's sort of like I'm not world famous, but I'm famous within my world. Like yes. within this like little niche world, this small part of Australia likes this one sport, and I talk about this one sport a lot. And yeah. Um, a small portion of those people watch my stuff so I'm sort of in the pool of where my content is consumed Um, so sometimes yeah I might go down to grilled or a cafe and I might be really feeling myself and I'm confident had a great night's sleep and I put the sunnies on and kids walk past and I sort of poke my head out to be seen and they (laughs) glance at me and go who the is that and walk past I go ripping double finger like Spider-Man when he's walking down the street (laughs) sometimes that happens and it is a bit of a hit to the ego why is this 27 year old man I like basketball look at this idiot (laughs) just staring at me um but and then there are other times where like you know uh trackies on having a shower going down to get a coffee feel and look like shit and mm. you know the school bus rocks up and everyone does recognize you so um <laughs> i i do i do feel like a lot of pressure when i'm out and about sometimes yeah. um if like i'd go to the footy back in the day and no one would come up and say g'day but then i'd have 15 comments on my youtube channel saying hey mate i saw you today mm. and i went but no one came up. So then the next time I'd go to the footy and I'd be glancing at like people glancing at me mm. and I'd be sitting there eating my chips going, don't spill your chips because, you know, somebody's watching, people are watching me. <laughs> yeah. And that can get a little bit exhausting. So yeah. that's why when I do come home, um, I am by myself and I can sort of recharge the social battery because when I am out and about, it does drain. Yeah. But I've, I've got friends who are the opposite, like a uh, friend of the show, I assume, uh, Connor Rogers. Mm. When he's out socially, that's where he does recharge. Yes. And when he's alone, that's when it does sort of um, take it out of him. So it's quite funny that people are different. I'll tell mm. Joel, you live in that camp of you need your people time. Yeah. twenty Not 24-7, but, you know, something t- similar to that. Yeah. I was going to say, having lovely housemates at home, I get to come home every day and feel like a rock star. So, my yeah, ego yeah. never dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll never have that issue that you have. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but yeah, it it is dependent on kind of the space you're living into. I'm lucky enough that the place I got now, I kind of am in the back of the house. So, whenever I'm done for the day, I can mm. shut that. And it's fairly insulated that I can have that recharge time. Because I love people. And that's how I really get charged up. But then, yeah, I also love to stick it alone for a bit. I think I could do the share house if it was a big house. Like, if, you, if you're not... It must be nice. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're taking big as in numbers or just big as in the space of the actual house? Like, we've all got, like, a bit of a chunk of the house to yourself. And I, I would I would need my own bathroom and shower. Yeah. Um, <laughs> geez, I have. You've got a lot of requirements. Jeez, He's a big deal. He's our biggest star. Instead of walking in with requirements, I just go to my own house. Yeah. <laughs> so why why didn't Caden want to live with us? Because he's just got there's too much happening. Caden's with so big. He's got his own apartment, but then he comes in a share yeah. house sometimes. He just lives between places whenever whatever he feels. Permission to empathise. Go ahead. Oh. Please. I, because I lived by myself in, I can say now, Point Cook, uh, that was maybe an hour and a half from girlfriend, an hour from mates. Yep. It was a long trot from anybody. It was <laughs> even a long trot from you and it was halfway yeah. to Geelong. Yeah. And I realized as I was looking for places to move out too, I don't think I can do a big house because I didn't love living by myself. I didn't hate it. I definitely got to charge up a bit, but I wasn't out as much as you are. But I realized I couldn't go to a big house with a lot of people. 
because yeah. I, was th- I was thinking just the kitchen like you were talking before about three people fighting it out for one <laughs> kitchen mm. there's only two of us here there's only four burners on the stove that's two of us let's say I want to make pasta and sauce there's already two burners mm. and the you know the pots are pretty wide so they're overhanging to the other burners so realistically that's already a battle in itself and if Lockie wants to cook at the same time it's game over I don't know would you rather cook with love and banter or would you cook in deadening <laughs> silence <laughs> with yourself deadening silence dude every time I just listened to Joe Rogan talk about hunting <laughs> and killing um <laughs> I've got a bit of a trump card. Let, let's cut to the chase. When, when you Yeah, I need to go home and sleep under the cover and hide from the knock of the door that never comes. Um, if you're in a small house with a lot of people and there's thin walls and there's one bathroom, there's grunting, there's noises, there's sounds, there's smells that I, at a 27-year-old man... Just don't want to participate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, like, even, even, like, I've never really travelled with people. Oh, I think like that would be quite overwhelming. Um, and I think if you travel with people and you live with people, you get used to yeah. uh, sounds and noises and humans and and bodies and clothes and dirt. You're sounding and like an alien the most. <laughs> humans and their fingers. <laughs> um, but for me, like. <laughs> just like when the dog came up and wanted a pat, like yeah. I, I just I I don't I don't want yeah. to, I don't want the dog smell on me. I don't want yeah. the people smell around me. I don't want to share uh, intimate <laughs> settings. Uh, How sticky I, is this human wafting <laughs> smell? I, I don't want to hear couples next door. I just want yeah. my own little room, and yeah. um, I'm happy. I, would, I think we haven't <laughs> spoken about this before on the Sharehouse podcast. Yeah, I think sharehousing has an expiry date or expiry age rather. Maybe. How old are you guys? I think we're, we're twenty. I'm 25 this year. You're 24 this year. 24 already. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to reconvene at 26. <laughs> yes. Well, I think so. I think that is the. <laughs> I've already got plans of moving out with my partner. <laughs> Mm. Sounds so fancy. Not everyone has that luxury though. Yeah. Not a fancy accent. And I think I, I will inch myself towards a compromise here, but I definitely think that living in a share house depends on the people you choose and the place you choose as mm. well. If you have the luxury of having good options, that is. So, and I think you never know what partner is going to be like. You never, you never know what people's parental situations are going to be like. I think share housing is always something that you may have to fall back on in life. So I think just it's trying true. to trying to get that mm. right in a way or trying to be content in places is very important because you never know what your financial situation is going to be, your relationship status. Right, 100%. Like, Could all fall through the ceiling for you. Exactly. Well, yeah, and I don't want to go live in Digger's Rest. Like, yeah. I, I, I want to <laughs> bash on Digger's Rest so often. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, Karim Downs and Digger's Rest. We don't want you. <laughs> no, nah, that's a fair point. And I think, like, uh, even though we do joke, my situation has changed in the last sort of 18 months to 24 months where... Um, you know, bef- before then, I-, I had a part-time job while I did YouTube, and yeah. then I did YouTube, but I could only really afford it by living under the roof with my dad. And if I didn't mm. have my dad to live with, I probably would have been in a share house. And then I sort of could wait my time there before I had the savings to be able to live alone. So it, it is diff- definitely like where you're at, like situation-wise, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a sweet spot as well. Like, there's you want a share house. Let's you want say a share house. You save money. It's like the perfect like yeah. like. Place and you live with your mates it's exciting because you still want to go out and party with people from let's say 20 to 24 ish 25 from 25 maybe to 28 you found your partner and you think all right maybe i should start living with my partner 
And then from 28 onward, you think, okay, well, I would like to <laughs> have a share house with them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's not that's not a set in stone. You live your life how you want to live your life. Don't let this man brainwash you. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see you living with others forever. Let's say yeah. you and your partner, you decide in three, four years time. All right, well, I think it's go time that we move in together. Maybe you don't want to live with others. Maybe it's high time. We want our own space because we don't want to hear the grunts and moans. Yeah. I think that's a fair thing. And I think, yeah, we will have to bite the bullet eventually of living out further than where we are now. And another thing is... Um, Diggers rest. <laughs> ...that I worry about is, like, I love to party and to drink and whatnot. Um, Do you? Well, <laughs> since we were to Melbourne, I've been going out, like, Mondays and Sundays. What? And, Mondays? Uh, no, Sundays nice. Sundays in a row. Let's go. Like, Sundays. Like, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, but I, once again... I hate hosting pre's and I hate hosting kick-ons. Oh, so, yeah, another another like nightmare situation for me is like coming home. I just want to chill, and the housemates have five or six people over, yeah. and then five or six people come back at two a.m. Uh, once again, these are hypothetical situation nightmares that I'm just in. No, but it's real. But yeah. yeah, but like that's something yeah. that like. Um, oh God, I couldn't. It's like shivers. It is who your housemates are. True. And, and the place you're in, like I in in the room that I'm in now, I don't think I'll hear any grunts and moans. Which is which who is am great. I living with in my head? I was going to say, I think you've, you've created this nightmare situation. Jane Simmons or just something. Yeah. I think I would. I would really bat for share housing. In that you can go and you can have your alone time, and for then sure. if you want social time, you just walk out that door, baby, and housemates are right there. I mm-hmm. good call. As much as I remain impartial, <laughs> I am a person who lives in a share house with different noises that arise through the night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not throwing anyone under the bus, but I can hear my housemate when he walks to the bathroom. That's a clear thing I can hear every night. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. Yeah, that's something, and I can hear. Let's say they're just giggling, watching a TV show in the bedroom. I can hear that because the walls are thinner. And let's be honest with ourselves, we're not renting the nicest of homes that have proper insulation. Yeah. So I do hear what you're saying, but I also hear that I. Like, I have an exact example of what you're talking about. You get home after a long night out and people are still going. Yeah. I've had that on multiple occasions where I'll DJ get home around two o'clock. My housemate and his mates are still out in the lounge room. And I'd never say anything. So, I'd just live in this like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to maybe quell your nerves a little bit and mm, not please. side with Joel, but maybe bring oh. both points to the bridging <laughs> point we want to see. I said hello, came out for a bit, ate their snacks that they had. And then I went back to my bedroom, put rain sounds on, mm. and I was out like a light in a moment, and yeah. I barely heard. And they were considerate enough to not make too much noise. Yeah, because so, yeah. I'm not living with flogs. Like Joel says, you don't live with people that are garbage cans of human beings. Yeah, <laughs> that is a tough one though. <laughs> and if they're going to do something, they'll be good enough to communicate with you. Hopefully, like I yeah, share, for sure. got I sh- people over. Um, yeah, as you roll in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I share a door with the kitchen, and I was like, oh, Shanae gets up really early to go to work. Is she going to wake me up in the kitchen every morning? So far, no. Like so yeah. far, it's been pretty good. Um, one week in. Maybe it is a heritage listed building which means that like it's double bricked so i don't know maybe maybe search for heritage buildings to, to, to live Dox in. yourself do it do it do it have you ever cracked have you ever had one of those moments Ooh. where you go i told you to put the pan away three times <laughs> and then you go back to your room and you go oh that's just not me that's yeah. like, that was a final straw yeah flat on the knuckles I've always I've done that in previous homes but I've always come back with my tail between my legs like I'm sorry yeah yeah I was just frustrated and then I make him a coffee the next morning and they're like alright it's even in my brain now I forget mm. about it yeah <laughs> I've got a strike policy involved for that one for sure <laughs> yeah if I was getting yelled at too much <laughs> 
I think you've got to have three strikes and, and you get blasted policy for sure. <laughs> if, if I were to say, and Lockie and I are very good and I have no complaints. I have the greatest housemate of all time. I maintain yeah. that idea. But if I were to say to Lockie, mate, you can't leave your dirty pans on the stovetop overnight. It's going to stink out the whole house after you've made your curry. You can't do that. <laughs> and then he does it two nights in a row. Okay, well, you know what, mate? I, but what if, what if it's his belief that you can We'll find out the death in the front yard. <laughs> That's the policy here. Yeah. Well, the, three, the third time I would blast. But if it was his belief, I think it's an obvious... There's an aroma in the air that we're, it's not pleasant to both of there us. There is an objectively right answer. Like, just yeah. a bit of water, some soap. Jack Swan, from a previous episode of ours, made a really lovely point in that when you come to a share house, everyone brings things that, to make the house function. A couch, <laughs> a TV, pots, pans, spoons. Not one person's bringing everything and no one's doubling up on everything. You're not having two couches next to each other. That's not how it works. Mm. But in order for that system to work, you have to respect the things that aren't yours. So you might cook on someone's pan overnight. Yeah. Then if you want to cook on it the next day, you better wash that before you're done with it so someone else can use it and to show respect. Yeah. And I think that was the greatest point. I've that is a great point. Yeah. A yeah. million percent. And I think that's your, your objective. That's what we try and get these objective truths out of the podcast. I think that's one of them. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to try spiritual compromise and solo living does sound good. I've tried to do it myself in the past, but I never, the stars never aligned. But I imagine it might be in the cards for me one day. But I don't know, share house living, when it's good, it's good. And mm. I think we need to admit that it is, it may... <laughs> Your compromises agree with me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying that you... Ha- I'm you not that staunch. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think you can rule it out as an option because you never know what life's going to do. And it mm. is an effective way to, you know, when the bills are split between three people, that's pretty cheap billage. And if yeah, you're sharing 100%. like yeah. oil and milk and bread and stuff, like you yeah. split that, you split like detergent, like it's good. Uh, yeah, for sure. It gets cheap. And I'm even thinking if if the rent goes up and is real expensive, we've got like a little living room that we haven't done much with. It's like I could you could put a body in there too, and shit's even cheaper. Oh, it's an offer Jeez. for you, brother. It's an offer. <laughs> oh yeah, I've always got a. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a couch to sleep on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Airbnb that room. No, I think <laughs> if there's too many knocks on the door, I know where I'll, yeah, I'll ne- reside. <laughs> next neighbourhood. No, I think for you, you've made a couple of valid points though that. If you were to live out of home with other people, you've already kind of got a checklist. And for you, you're saying you sound like a prick with it. But no, I think yeah. it's actually very fair. <laughs> if you want your own bathroom, that's a fair thing to look for yep. in a share house. You just and might be paying a bit more for the ensuite room, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you know that that's what you can afford, then you can start to put those little provisors in place as mm. you're searching. I knew I didn't want to live with more than two people tops. Yeah. Because that'd be aggressive. And I was like, yeah, I found one. And that's... God status and I also knew and Joel was the same we create things so sometimes Joel might turn the whole house into a film set and people have just got to, got to be okay with that yeah, yeah I said to Lockie we're going to be doing a podcast and here we are lo and behold in his lounge <laughs> in the middle of the day he's a cheap Thanks, Lockie. Yeah. yeah well I live with filmmakers so they understand they understand the plight and they'll probably do it for their own films too yeah you've got a niche group of people to live with AFL players or those subsidiary <laughs> members of the club but yeah I or mean people work nine to fives and just won't be at home all day and you can have your space yeah true true yeah, I, I think to answer the question everyone's <laughs> wondering is it better to live solo or live with people unfortunately it's one of those oh it's subjective answers I think it's one of those but I think ultimately living with your partner would probably be the dream right well yeah to be honest in the future um, like in the next year I do want to move in with my partner and then I do want to get like almost a three better and have someone else in there with us. Yeah, cool. Um, because it could be like three people 
paying rent for two rooms and then the spare room could be a studio. So I am mm. starting to warm and come to terms with having people in the house, which would be really, really good. Yeah. But um, initially moving out of home, I think I just needed a year by myself. For sure. Yeah. It's nice and you should get to learn in your own pace how to live by yeah. yourself because yeah. it's such a big move to leave the home like people you've just, been with your whole life yeah, yeah. and then you get space. to learn your own ways like you've started learning your own ways of what you do and don't like I learned my immediate first learning and you probably relate to this but I got my own tea towels and had a colour coordination system <laughs> what did what and that was huge for me I don't know if you had any things that you learnt straight away that was differing from your parents lifestyle <laughs> it's just everything was kind of on <laughs> that's why we host I the told you like moans and groans like <laughs> through the walls if I'm hearing yeah. yeah I don't know you just you, you you get everything's on your terms you know and it's nice yeah. you're not on anyone else's schedule there's no power dynamic in the house it's all yeah. it's an equal playing field hopefully yeah. no that's yeah I think your own terms is the perfect way to put it you do get to start living the way you want to live I don't know if you noticed that moving out from your dad mm. did you have any of those oh I can do this how I want to do it uh, no t- towards the end like dad was pretty good like we t- towards the end to be honest living with dad we almost became roommates and, and that's yeah. probably wanted probably why I wanted a year by myself was because I felt like I did live with a bad roommate where he had the final say but I wasn't a kid anymore and like I was well truly not a kid I was probably living with him a few years too long Um, but it did yeah that dynamic did get weird where it was like I'm living with a crummy roommate that has the final say on everything Mm, because he's your dad and he sort of still parents you but also like I'm 26 20 you know so yeah yeah, I I don't know I, I think what I've been happy with is like just having the responsibility of myself to clean and mm. um, dust and <laughs> and whatnot. Like, I've sort of been impressed that, like, I've ticked off the bills, I've taken the rubbish out, and I haven't had anyone to tell me to do that, and I'm pretty almost proud that, like, I have got it done. Like, yeah. as, a, as a 27-year-old man, you know, you could walk in, it could be an absolute pigsty, but I feel like I'm, um, you know, taking on the responsibility that you should be taking on. I think there is a sense of pride in moving out because you do all the things that your parents once did and but they're your tasks and you start to feel like a real adult for the first time. Well, what's quite funny is um, living with dad towards the end, um, he'd do stuff for me that I wouldn't ask him to do and if he wasn't there, I would do. But yep. because he'd do it first to get it done, he'd sort of look at me and go, you don't do anything. And I'd say, no, I will do the like I will wash the dishes yeah. like when I get around to do it but I'm not leaving it there for him to do he'd just jump in and go oh you don't do them yeah. So, yeah. so it's sort of like I never doubted that I would and I always knew that I would but I'd get my dishes washed I'd take my rubbish out my apartment's really tidy like pr- pretty tidy if I do say so myself and <laughs> it, it makes you go like yeah, I can, I can do it. And I knew I could do it. So, yeah, there is a bit of pride behind that. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to a flow after a while and then it just becomes normal life. Yeah. But yeah, it's not nice being in a space where it's like it almost <laughs> makes you feel like they think you're incapable because it's not like they're asking you to do it. They just go ahead and do it. It's like, well, what? What's yeah. That? I, there's nothing worse when someone jumps ahead, does something that you were going to do and then pulls the old, oh, well, you weren't going to do it. No, yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, how, yeah. how am I supposed to feed the cat when the cat's fed? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and how do I even know that I'm capable of, of it if you're not giving me the opportunity to do the yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. That was something that I had to come to terms with. Exactly what you're both saying is you don't know if you're capable. So yeah. your parents will give you the opportunity to be capable. And then you move out and suddenly there's 
all of this stuff on your plate. Yeah. And that's you just learn on the job type situation. Still mm. don't know how to iron my shirts. Neither. I don't think you need to. That's <laughs> been the share house podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, we have reached the point where it's sure. like, yeah, it's all circumstantial, kind of dependent on the person if you want to live alone or if you want to live with housemates. But neither of them is a bad option. Mm. No. No. Going- I think it can be bad for certain people. Yeah, put it there for sure. <sighs> Thank put you. it there, Caden. Thank you for mediating. We're going to get you so many subscribers from this, so why don't you barrel the camera? <laughs> Tell them where to find you. Your- uh, Kater McDonald on YouTube and everywhere else. Everywhere. What? Except LinkedIn. I don't have one. Did you change your Instagram from Kados38 to Kater McDonald? Well, it's Kater McDonald under Kados38. So if okay. you type it in, you'll. I just thought that was a big dramatic move. Nah, we had to talk yeah. about that. Well, that'd be quite at the rebrand, but I do have to talk about exclusive information. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You can find us at ShareHousePod everywhere. Email us at sharehousepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your gripes. Until then, though, Joel, take us home. Thoughts, feelings, concerns, send straight to that box. We'll read it, we'll reply, and hey, make sure you tell someone you love them today. Bye.